Tuesday, December 5. Mysteries. Consider now Isaiah 5, verses 8 and 9. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, saith the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. And consider Romans nine seventeen through 24. Given what we have read so far, what is Paul's point here? Here's the text. For the scripture says to the Pharaoh, For this very purpose I have raised you up, that I may show my power in you, and that my name may be declared in all the earth. Therefore he has mercy on whom he wills, and whom he wills he hardens. You will say to me then, Why does he still find fault? For who has resisted his will? But indeed, O man, who are you to reply against God? Will the thing formed say to him who formed it, Why have you made me like this? Does not the potter have power over the clay from the same lump to make one vessel for honor and another for dishonor? What if God, wanting to show his wrath and to make his power known, endured with much long suffering the vessels of wrath prepared for destruction, and that he might make known the riches of his glory on the vessels of mercy? which he had prepared beforehand for glory, even us whom he called, not of the Jews only, but also of the Gentiles. By dealing with Egypt at the time of the Exodus in the manner he did, God was working for the salvation of the human race. God's revelation of himself in the plagues of Egypt and in the deliverance of his people was designed to reveal to the Egyptians as well as to other nations that the God of Israel indeed was the true God. It was designed to be an invitation for the peoples of the nations to abandon their gods and to come and worship him. Obviously, Pharaoh had already made his choice against God, so that in hardening his heart, God was not cutting him off from the opportunity of salvation. The hardening was against the appeal to let Israel go, not against God's appeal for Pharaoh to accept personal salvation. Christ died for Pharaoh, just as much as for Moses, Aaron, and the rest of the children of Israel. The crucial point in all this is that, as fallen human beings, we have such a narrow view of the world, of reality, and of God, and how he works in the world. How can we expect to understand all of God's ways when the natural world, everywhere we turn, holds mysteries we cannot understand. After all, it was only in the past 171 years that doctors learned it might be a good idea to wash their hands before performing surgery. That is how steeped in ignorance we have been. And who knows, if time should last, what other things we will discover in the future that will reveal just how steeped in ignorance we are today. Certainly we don't always understand God's ways, but Jesus came to reveal to us what God is like. Why then, amid all of life's mysteries and unexpected events, is it so crucial for us to dwell on the character of Christ and what he has revealed to us about God and his love for us? How can knowing what God's character is like help us to stay faithful amid trials that seem so unjustified and so unfair?